0: So in this episode, I'm going to review an article in Fast Company Magazine entitled The 25 Best and Worst Trends of the Past 25 Years. Stay tuned. In a world of incompetent bosses, micromanagers, and petty tyrants, one management professor claims that he can help you become the kind of leader that you would want to follow. You are listening to The Leadersmith, Now, here is your host, Darren Gertis. Okay, so this article from Fast Company Magazine talks about the 25 best and worst trends of the last 25 years. And so Fast Company's been around for about 25 years. They're doing 25, I guess, just to, you know, 25 and 25. Now, I'm not going to go through all of them because some of them are very useful to understand how organizations work, how your workplace works, and some of them are politically oriented and I don't know that we need any more political dissension right now. Uh, We need that like we need a hold in the head. So I'm going to skip some of them. So I'm not doing all 25. So I'm going to cover all the best and worst organizational workplace trends. So the first is lack of diversity. Now, we are well aware of diversity. So from 95 until now, there has been a, a pretty significant move uh, in understanding and being aware of diversity and dealing with diversity issues. Uh, by 2005, they say, companies slowly started to add chief diversity officers to the C-suite. Um, but nonetheless, there is a still a very low percentage of diversity in the higher Echelons within organizations and they lament that and go on about that, but we are moving the right direction Employees number two employees demand flexible schedules. Now. This is a positive trend uh the idea of flexibility uh, isn't new and flexibility is what caused some some of the mommy gap uh, in in pay because you know generally if there is a need for flexibility it's mom rather than dad who needs that so uh, making that flexible schedule more uh normalized or more part of the job is going to alleviate some of that remote work becomes a lot more common and and uh that that was thanks to covid ironically that it became so common where we have zoom and google Docs and teams, and um, you know, this year really taught us a lot about what we could do at home. So that's a positive trend, and I think after COVID, we're still going to see that there's a spillover effect from what happened during COVID. Uh, workwear gets more casual, and I don't just mean at home, but in the office. You had casual Fridays, and there was like a, a big shakeup when it first started, but. Um, now, I mean, we're just used to that casualness. And even at home, when we're on Zoom, we, we can, you know, tone it down a little bit. We're we're okay if it doesn't go perfectly. Everybody understands that we're not actually in the office and a kid could invade at any time or something along those lines. Um, the gender pay gap gets attention. And uh, we're talking about the mommy tax and, and that kind of thing. So I'm not going to belabor that one. Um, networking moves online. Well, look, networking meetings like the one that I attend here or the one that I do the educational pieces for. Yeah, we're doing this online. We never would have thought about doing that before, but this has become the way during COVID. So we're branching out online in ways that we've never branched out before. And I think that that's a healthy trend where we're getting to experience more than we otherwise would have. The next one, Me Too, forces the world to pay attention. Okay, whatever was causing Me Too is awful and should not be. Sexual harassment has no place in the workplace or should have no place in the workplace. So it's positive that we're exposing it, casting light on it and saying, no, don't do this. Um, next benefits get a makeover Uh, so benefits have been pretty standard for some time but in recent years we've started to see things like unlimited vacation we've seen uh, crazy kinds of things like student loan repayment uh, pay for uh, in in vitro fertilization all kinds of things because to attract better people some of some major organizations have upgraded their benefits Next, a new generation embraces the labor movement. They're applauding how the younger generation of uh, workers ha- has surpassed all other demographics and rates of new union membership. Now, there's a reason for that. Because these workers come into an economy that where they, you know, they're getting gig work and gig work doesn't pay. And so when you're not giving full-time benefits uh, like you otherwise would, yeah, they unionize to protect against that. So that's what's going on. As they grow into it, it'll probably dissipate, but that's just my perception of this. Okay, moving along. Oh, and he even gave a little caveat in here, it's interesting. Fast, uh, disclosure, Fast Company edit staff is represented by the Writers Guild East. So, yeah, they are all right, they're unionized, and they appreciate unions. Uh, next a taboo around mental health starts to lift and that that this is a positive thing right Uh, dealing with people and helping people get the help that they need is always going to be positive communication got a lot easier roll back the clock to 1995 email was just starting to become a normal thing it was only a few years before that when people started really using email but now you got email Trello Basecamp Google Docs slack all kinds of things and when we what's interesting is when a word becomes a verb Like, so I don't use Google, I Google. I don't use Zoom, I Zoom. I mean, that's how our communication is affected now. Hierarchy started to break down. So leadership is distributed and needs to be distributed with an organization. We're not just looking at one great leader at the top. We're looking at uh, leaders at all levels, a cascade of leaders and that transparency that comes with that. Next, companies started to rethink the annual review. We stopped doing this one one year annual review in many companies at least. We stopped just doing it one time a year and doing it at least quarterly and preferably even more than that so that you're keeping up with what your people are doing. If you're doing that, you're staying on top of what's going on. Okay, so that's the best. Here's the worst work life got out of balance. So we went from uh, you know thinking that we're going to have work life balance work here and uh, home there and we're going to finally get balance to integration where now we're on call all the time we're on our our, our phones all the time and and we can't seem to ever achieve work life balance. So that becomes a problem. Interview questions got quirky like how many you know scoops or how many dump trucks would it take to to uh, move the moon or you know that kind of thing. I don't know that that was useful. Perks got cool. Um, so in some organizations, like think like Google, ping pong tables and team building trips and ropes courses and uh, uh, arcade games at work were there to try to you know keep you keep your attention always at work and staying at work. Um, it's not necessarily the greatest trend because it keeps you out of work-life balance in a real sense, but okay. Next, gig work, and I talked about this before. Gig work robbed workers of protections. That is, new college graduates roll out into the economy and all they could really find was gig work, freelance kind of work. And so you'd have things like New York, which they're praising New York for passing the Freelance Isn't Free Act and California passed AB5, which forces Uh, the employer to reclassify freelancers who who work 40 hours. But what that's going to do is cause them to give them only 39 hours so they're worse off than they otherwise would have been if you let them work longer. At any rate, I'm going to leave that alone. Everyone becomes a brand. This is an organizational issue that we all need to focus on. Tom Peters created a essay uh in 1997 the brand called you and with social media we've all had to kind of almost become our own brands in order to function and it's it's draining it's a lot of work and it it causes us to have to operate in very different ways next silicon valley tries to hack everything and they give a number of examples the pomodoro method batching techniques mind clearing vacations intermittent fastings um have you tried to dopamine fast and so all these hacks, had <laughs> yeah, this great line in here. They all share one thing, making you totally insufferable at parties. Finally, uh, there's two more, I think. The rise of bro, no, three more. The rise of bro culture, the old boys club has become this kind of hoodie, techie, bro, what's up bro kind of culture, bro grammar culture. I don't know that that's very helpful either. Um... Private space in offices disappeared from offices to cubicles. And that's just, that's that's not good. That's being efficient by not taking care of your people and trying to Yeah, I don't know that that's very good either. Um, And then finally, companies started spying on their employees and they have the technical resources to be able to actually spy on employees. So never think that you have any privacy. If it's from your organization, they have every right to look at it and they have to do that in order to make sure that you're not doing things that you shouldn't be doing. Now, they shouldn't be inspecting all the time, but if they they have the ability to inspect at any time, so just be aware of that. Okay, so those are the best and the worst trends of the last 25 years uh, and as I was going through this uh, most of them that all the ones that dealt with organizational issues were really on point they, they added a bunch of other ones because of their biases which may or may not be good but this made me think of and this is my quotation for contemplation for today The leadership quote comes from Henry V. Prashno, who said, company policy, you know, this is just company policy. Company policy means there's no understandable reason for this action. (laughs) And I thought there's a lot of companies that have those kind of company policies. Okay, that's all that I have for today. Thanks for listening to this episode, and I'll talk to you next time.